Revolution Church Podcast. Before we begin, we'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. Hello, hello, and welcome to another Meet Your Congregation episode of Revolution Podcast. My name is Caleb. I am here with the beloved man himself, Jay Baker. Hello, beloved man. <laughs> beloved man. That's your new title. That's nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm warm. I, I, I don't know if I have a cold or if I am have allergies. That's oh, the yeah. fun thing of having sick kids all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. But I know it's not COVID because I am had the shot. Yes, yes, so, hello. yes. Hello, hello, hello. This is the first one of these that we've done where you and I are not together in person recording. Uh, so if the audio sounds a little bit weird to the listener, um, the traffic was, we're going to talk traffic today on Meet Your Congregation. But no, traffic was, was crazy. You couldn't get here. So um, yeah, 58 minutes. So. so yeah, you're recording at your place. I'm at my house. Yeah. You and I are on Zoom and we also have on Zoom our guest today. We have Heather Williams. Hello, Heather. Hey. Hello, Heather. Hey, guys. I thought you were going to say I was like the Yoko Ono that kept you guys apart from this podcast. <laughs> oh, could be. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah. You're, you're what's bringing us together for the podcast. Oh, that was very <laughs> sweet. I'm, I got to tell you, I, I never get nervous, and I'm super nervous what? for some reason. Oh, you don't need to be nervous. That's flattering that we made, we made you nervous. Yeah, I know, right? Well, don't let it go to your head. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm always nervous. So yeah? I'm like the Incredible Hulk. He's always angry, but I'm always nervous. So <laughs> that's the introvert in me is just always never comfortable. Like even on Zoom, mm-hmm. yeah. you, know, you think it would be like easier. It's worse. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Mm. Yeah. But I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Heck yeah. We're glad to have you. Yeah. Super yeah. glad. Yeah. This has been a long time in the works. Yeah. Yeah. Finally making it happen. It's- hey, when you have kids, things happen. Oh, totally. If there's yeah. one thing yeah. I've learned, I am so flexible and mm. cool with whatever. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, that kids do like make life interesting. Mm-hmm. That's one adjective. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. They make it very interesting. Well, it's amazing how they can go from jerks to little angels and oh, all that Lord, stuff yeah. at once. You know, it's oh, yeah. really pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, and then I, they're like philosophers at about, you know, midnight when they need a glass <laughs> of water and no, no, some theological deep thing. Like, you know, oh. if Jesus is God, are they both? I'm like, I don't know. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me. <laughs> I'm at the like crying stage when they're going to bed. I'm just like, please just go to sleep. <laughs> Do you see your hurting hate, daddy? I have to threaten them and I don't like to threaten them. You know, and I have to be like, you're going to lose your privileges. And my daughter's really like, tough so uh. sometimes she'll be like fine Ooh. Yeah. you know fine i'll lose them and yeah, you're she's like, sassy so then you have to follow through mm-hmm. that sucks when they make you follow through you know because i'm bluffing right. half the time i'm just right. kind of like i'm gonna do that but i'm like please don't make me do that please don't mm-hmm. make me do that yeah. yeah i found it effective like when i was doing childcare, being like like when i did have to follow through with something being like i really I mean, honestly, I don't want to do this, but like, this is the way it is now. Like, yeah. I told you what would happen, and now this is what's happening. I don't want this to happen, but like, this is how it is now. And be like, well, yeah. then just don't do it. You know, then just don't punish me. I'd be like, I, this yeah. is how it is. Just, this is how it is. And this, it's a bummer, but it's how it is. 
It's some you know? learning that I'm supposed to be getting from it, but it's yeah, I don't usually because I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Poor kids. <laughs> Poor, kids. <Yeah. laughs> Poor parents. <laughs> do you want to give us, Heather, do you want to give us a little bit of a, a background on your, your career, which ran adjacent to maybe your faith for a little bit? Uh, is that a fair thing to say? Um, well, my career, and y'all don't see the air quotes, but I put it up there. Um, I kind of, it's it's something that was really fun, but I also look back at it, and it's kind of like one of those things where hindsight is twenty twenty, if you will. But mm. um, And you can stop me at any point and uh, redirect me, because I kind of mm-hmm. scatterbrain a little bit. But um, when, okay, first of all, back it up. I'll go Childhood Reader's Digest for a second. So, um, I've always grown up in the church um, since as far back as I can remember. But um, growing up, I was in a very abusive household. My birth mom, um, she and her husband, (laughs) who um, was nice to my brother and I, who were from my mom's first marriage. And um, like a little bit after they got married, he just kind of became a very abusive jerk. And um, yeah. And, you know, being in that environment and being in church is kind of a weird um, experience for the five, six years of age. And, um, my biggest escape was music, but I was never allowed to actually listen to music. Um, my brother and I were never considered part of the family. Our um, our bedroom was the garage, and not a finished garage, but a garage. So I used to sneak when they would leave us home alone, and I would listen to, my mom had a Beatles cassette and an Elvis nice. Presley cassette. Oh, and wow. I, yeah, right? I mean, how can That's you get great. better than that? Yeah. So I used to go, and I would climb up, and I would put it in the little tape cassette um, on top of the refrigerator that my stepfather would have a padlock on and um, I would put it on and I would dance like I was putting on a concert. So I've always Mm. loved singing, but I was um, insanely shy, insanely Mm. shy. Like if Mm. nobody's around, man, I could just go take it home, you know? But um, so (laughs) I'm skipping over a few parts here. So fast forward 18, 19 years of age and, um, Again, redirect me at any point that you see fit. But 18 years old, I found myself homeless. I meet up with my um, birth dad, and he's a musician, and he's also in radio. And um, insanely talented. Yeah, right? And let me tell you something. um, Genes, DNA, really, really thick. I mean, you can't break that. Uh, I don't know why Mm, I did a hand motion. mm -hmm. But you can't break that. And I'm meeting this man, and I'm looking at him. Number one, I'm just like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm your kid. And um, his his musicianship was amazing. And he sang in this little Assemblies of God Pentecostal church in, mm. um, in downtown Detroit, which up to that point, I was in a, as a little girl, I guess it was an evangelical friends church, real, real conservative, okay. and, and then a Methodist church up in Michigan where if you clapped, they would like take you out by the knees. Like you weren't allowed to move. You're just Mm. like, you know, so imagine going from, you know, whatever, you know, into like there are words on screens and you're like, what sort of weirdness is this? And I kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, I sat in the back and I kind of observed things and, um, and then I had my come to Jesus moment when I was mm-hmm. 18, um, which I'm not discrediting, but you'll see what I'm talking about here in a little bit. Um, so fast forward then to about 26 years of age, and um, I had my first kid, um, and his name was Cademan, and he was just mm-hmm. the joy of my life. 
Nice. Yeah, right. Well, there's a Derek Webb connection there, Cuban's obviously. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, but I spelled it differently because that's just uh, who I am. And it's like I'm Heather with a Q. Now deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Cademan was an Irish poet songwriter, so I was like, what? What a perfect name for an pretentious little Irish girl like me. So I was like, yeah. It checks so, a lot of boxes for you, huh? It, it does. It does. But. Um, when Cainman was born, it was like, that's what I was born to do. My whole life, I wanted to be a mom. That's all I really wanted. That and to sing and not feel like I was going to throw up in front mm. of people. But, um, you know, here I am holding, like, my world, you know, and, and I'm mm. writing little melodies for him and singing to him, but not really to people. Um, and he was about, he was, I know exactly how old he was. I don't know why I just did that. He was six months, 18 days old when he died very suddenly. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. it, it was kind of like one of those things. Um, they thought it was pneumonia. They thought he had just a little bit of fluid in his lungs. Mm. And they had right. no idea that he had cardiomyopathy, which is an enlargement of the heart. Um, oh didn't know this God. until a year after he died because they had to do a... Um, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Autopsy. Autopsy, yeah. Autopsy, thank you. Yeah, which that was a whole traumatic experience. Mm, but, oh my God, um, I can't imagine. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, like Mm-mm. like legit. Like I'm trying to hold it together right now. Yeah, sure. But um, so something happened in that moment when he died um, because I had my entire life. I, I never went through a phase. A phase. I never went through anything where I thought God wasn't real, which is mm, really kind of mm, funny mm. when I look back because I'm like, why wouldn't I have just rejected the whole idea of who God is? Mm. But I, I always knew He was there, um, but I just thought He hated me. Mm, you know, I'm like, yeah. like you know, well, that was me, 100. percent Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. like, why the hell would you let all this happen if Jesus loves me? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And. And so here I am at this point, and then I was 27, and, uh, you know, I'm sitting here in this room, and they just have, you know, told me we've had to start CPR on your son, and I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm praying, and I'm like, okay, God, like, where are you? Mm-hmm. Right. And when they walked me in the room, and he had passed away. Oh, Jesus. It's like, you know, you're hearing 424, time of death, they're putting him in your arms. And oh, my God. I, I knew that if I didn't. I hate to use the word cling because it, it wasn't like this desperate, I have to cling to God. Yeah. It was a very genuine, very, okay, God, take it because I'm, I'm not going to get up off of this floor. You're going to have to be down here with me. And if I make it up, great. If I don't, I don't. But it's it's you know up to you. And I actually ended up, whew, I haven't talked about this in a few months. Um, I actually ended up, a friend of mine, had cancer and he used to always joke because um I, I sang on a praise team caleb i know that's your favorite mm-hmm. um, so i was <laughs> I, I sang on this praise team and he would always joke um and say you know when i die i want you to sing at my funeral i was like you know i'll sing at your funeral i'll do that you know and he died like two days before cademan died no way oh, jesus oh my yeah. goodness so I didn't even go to my son's wake. I went to his funeral and I sang at his funeral, mm. and um, which is really weird, Jay, because um, every time Peter was talking about wake, you know, and like mourning yeah. those things, it was like just rip that bandage mm. right off. Yeah. And I wrote down a bunch of stuff because man, he can talk fast. <laughs> He's a super fast like, talker. Holy crap! What is his name? I'm gonna rewind. And Walker too. If he talks and walks, it's very confusing. Yeah. 
But you know what? I if that's his speed to have him continue with what he's saying, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah. I had to I had to pause and rewind a lot, but I digress. Wow, that was a ten dollar word. But man, I mean, that's like you need, it's devastating to. I mean, it seems like for me too, and my losses in life have always kind of been one two punches mm-hmm. around the same time. You know, like my my when my mom died a week later, my wife was found out my wife was hadn't been an affair. You know, what I mean, it was like just loss after loss. And um, the only positive thing I can say about loss is is that sometimes the gift that it gives us is you kind of have to decide either I'm going to die or I'm going to live, and you realize how how mundane life is and all the bullshit you deal with. The hard part is holding on to that clarity when you go through those tough times. That's, for me, the, been the hardest part is is going back to that. So I've had a few few dark moments that had to like bring me back to that, and I feel like now I'm starting to live in that, but it's really not easy to stay focused in that because the world is trying to get us to focus on all these petty little things. And uh, when you lose family, it's it's. I mean, I could imagine losing a child. I, I just don't know what I mm-hmm. would do. It's, mm. it's so, and I don't mean to be weird or anything, so I don't care. You can think I'm weird. But, um, like, because I've listened to your story, Jay. I actually, I think it was... I was in Minnesota and I was doing this concert at um, the big mall, Mall of America that that you have there. And the radio station, for some reason, one of the ladies was like, oh, this this guy has this church, uh, Revolution Church or something. And I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. I was like, oh, okay. You know, because, you know, people come up to Uh tell you things all the time. I was like, okay. And I never really checked it out, but I was looking back in Twitter and I'm like, well, that's weird. Because then the next time that I stumbled on kind of like who you were was through um and i was never close friends with derek in any way shape or form but we were on the same label so of course i follow him so i can be like i'm on the same label as derek Webb. like hey hey, hey." but um and you guys were like talking and i think i was like you know hey can we be friends or something totally did not think you were going to say anything back and you're like sure i'm like (laughs) yeah i think i kind of remember that actually yeah i was like ah but i've you know i kind of did a deep dive on your life you know as much as you can on on social media and whatnot and i was like okay 11 years old i'm like i was 11 years old and then like you're like and i dropped out of high school i'm like and I dropped out of high school. Oh, <laughs> it was wow. just like all these things like started going and, you know, not to be weird or anything, but it was like, yeah, like I get that. And when you just said it gives you a gift, um, it's people don't understand this when I say it. Maybe you will like this one thing. Cause there's been many things that have happened in my life, but this is the worst by far so far. Cause you just yeah. don't know. Yeah. But, um, it's like the worst thing and the best thing that's ever happened to me. Does that make any yeah. sense? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, as far as life is what it does, if you decide to live, it does add an amount of clarity. But it's tough when you carry that clarity. It reminds me a little bit of like studying philosophy. Mm. Like as I've studied philosophy and started to understand the world differently, 
certain things don't get to me like they used to. And I can see that people get really angry that those things don't get to me because I don't major in certain things anymore. Yeah. Or that I see a deeper root or a deeper root of the problem. Mm, like, yeah. you know, I, and so I'm like, I think the roots here are not here and everybody's talking about this issue and I'm going, I think there's a deeper issue. Right. And that's a little bit about what it feels like is once you've gone through that, you see things on a different level and it's not being like, Oh, I'm better than you. It yeah. just, no, I've lived life different than you. And now this is where my focus is. Yeah. And, um, people have a hard time with that because like, Oh, you're jaded or you're not sensitive or you don't care. It's like, no, it just life really does beat the hell out of you. And sometimes faster than, than, than it should, you know? Yeah. Mm. And it's mm. that perspective that it gives you that you would never choose, but you yeah. have it. And it's just kind of like, so I call it my sixth sense, you know, it's, I don't know. Sometimes it gets me into trouble and sometimes mm. it helps me out of trouble depending on the, the situation. But yeah, so you're welcome. I don't yeah. know what that was. <laughs> I'm a dork, y'all. I'm actually kind of thrilled that you think that we're the cool kids because I don't, I don't know if we Aww. are the, the cool kids. Because Caleb, Caleb is definitely not. Uh, no. no not. <laughs> <laughs> we're friends he's allowed to say that but but he's right it's true though i've been talking to pete too long on the phone <laughs> pete's really harsh talker so i have to keep up so oh, no yeah. one's safe after we've hung out i have to like get back into being a normal nice human being yeah you're in sparring mode yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, come on come on well yeah but so ireland is opening up in july i saw that yeah yeah I'm super excited. I, I'm very excited because I'm, I mean, I'm going to Northern Ireland, so it, it kind of depends on the UK, but yeah. I've got work out there to do. So I'm excited to get out there as soon as, as soon as they'll let me, I was supposed to be out there for wake, but that yeah. just fell through. So we were talking about you being a musician. Yeah, I went off the deep end there. What happened then? You eventually decided to sing, I'm guessing? It was a miracle, Jay. And so <laughs> the preacher came and prayed for yeah. me. Who's that young lady singing up yes, there? Long. Get her a record deal. <laughs> but, but, well, it was kind of like that. Um, it was really weird because... Um, Rebecca St. James, who was this singer way back in the day. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just lay this out there for you. I don't listen to Christian music and everybody uh -huh. who knows me knows that if I, if I hear a Christian song, it's by accident and it has to be right. really, really good for me to go. All right. That's really good. You know, but, um, so she came and did a concert at the church, at the church that I was leading worship at Caleb for you again. Was she out? Was she out at this time? Yeah, she was out and she was okay. coming to, to sing at our church. And okay. so they were like, Oh, you could open up for her. And I'm like, okay, well, our son had just died. So I'm like, kind of like, uh, okay. Mm. Um, I don't know if I want to do that, but I did. Her dad came up to me afterwards and was like, tell me your story. He's from, Australia, and that was my Australian mm -hmm. accent. <laughs> Tell me a story <laughs> with your knife, yeah. And so I kind of, you know, told him my story, and he's like, "Oh, you need to do a demo, and I could shop it for you." And I'm like, "Okay." You know, so I'm like, "Fine, whatever." Um, <laughs> creepy old man coming offering me to do. Been there, but um, so I was just kind of like, "Okay." So he hooked me up with people to go up to Nashville record do this demo album and it was fun it was great and then some people heard it and one of the labels i had two labels that wanted me to sign with them one of them was uh, centricity who like flew me out to washington and like wined and dined me twice and oh that's cool then they flew out to a show they saw me do a show which which this is i'm gonna brag because i think this is such a badass moment but so i'm like on stage right and my band's playing and i'm like out there 
thunderstorm, all power <laughs> goes out, right? Whoa. So what oh, wow. do I do? I'm like, everybody, shh. And I sat on the front step and I kept saying, nice, nice. Cool move. And that's Rock really cool. Move. That's super cool. Yeah. Don't expect that again. That was once in a lifetime. <laughs> so then you recreated that in your future performances. I did. I was <laughs> yeah. kind of like, I was like, we Turn need to have like a back to the power. Time. There right, you right, go. Right. <laughs> go back there. <laughs> but um, so it turned out that this other record label, they used to be called INO. Now they're called Fairtrade. Um, they really wanted to work with me too. Blah, 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 blah. They wanted me to sign. So I signed my record contract, actually the day that Michael Jackson died, way to be a downer, Heather. Mm-hmm. Um, but wow. that's how I remember things. And um, they wanted to put out this song, Hallelujah, that I wrote um, after my son died. And this may be a whole nother story for another time, but that that's kind of why I'm a little jaded with the Christian music industry. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm not into selling Jesus B12 shots and mm. I just see it as that. Mm. And I'm very uncomfortable with that. I'm like even starting to like wring my hands as I talk about it. Um, I know it's naive. I know it's Pollyannish, but I just, I'm not into selling. If I want to, if I, okay, Mall of America, I'm there and all these people want to talk to me because I just shared a story about my son dying, mm. right? So these people are connecting with you. They want to mm. talk with mm. you. And I'm getting yelled at saying, don't talk to people. We have to go, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm going to talk to them. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't not do human connection. And there seems to be this, it's an industry. I get it. I'm just, I'm not into that. Yeah. So. Book companies aren't much different either. You know, it's like industries are, I've, what I've started to find out is just industries are, not great. No, they're not. You know, and you become a product. You know, right. you do become a product, and you're mm-hmm. and you have a shelf life of like a couple months if you release something, and mm-hmm. then you're if you're lucky, and then you're done. And it's just like the most bizarre, bizarre thing. Like I try not to get too excited about anything I do anymore because it's just like they promise you like all this great stuff, and then it's like mm. it's a, it becomes a job. Yeah, we're gonna make you a star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be a star, but thank you. <laughs> um, can you let me meet Bono? I'm totally about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so that's my career. I know you probably wanted a more glitzy story. No, you know? no. I just wanted to give some background. That's all. Yeah, we have no desire here. No desires except to know you and, and to, to let people know you. And, and I mean, this is how we try to connect folks the best we can. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys have... Um, made a real impact in my life mm-hmm. um, in the last seven-ish months, six, seven months. You know, the whole idea of not having to earn, like, mm. love, grace, yeah. as simplistic and juvenile as it may sound, like, I never got that. Mm. No, and no, I totally relate when, to that. Like, when you were doing your whole Galatians study, which, by the way, have totally ripped you off and used it like I'm a genius. No, that's awesome. No, please. I was like, my friend told me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it it completely has kind of taken my life and gone wow. in a very positive way. And I can't thank you guys enough. And I know you probably get sick of me tweeting and retweeting. And oh, no, no, I no. don't. I feel like, honestly, like, I honestly, like, if other people who follow Revolution are listening. Come on. Heather is a good example of what we need. We need your help. Like, people just, like, don't get, like, it's not, like, I, I swear getting a retweet is, like, it's, like, 
It's the hardest thing I've ever done. It's, I think it would be harder, easier to become a sponsored skateboarder at this point in my life, which I barely skateboard anymore, than it is to get people to retweet me sometimes, especially if it has anything to do with a talk. Like if it's a talk, I get three likes. Like if I say something like really mm-hmm. weird and off cuff, right. people are like, oh, we love it. But you put yeah. up a talk and it's like, and it's like <laughs> no one wants to support a talk. That drives me nuts because I'm sitting there and I'm like, really? Like nobody else sees this here? <laughs> like, you know, so. So we retweet your retweets all often. Nice. So it's, just, it's been an in, incestual <laughs> world of Twitter at this point. But We like retweet your retweet my retweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> But it really, it's it's cool when it when it happens, you know, and it's cool when people support your work and what we're doing. And I mean, that's you know, encouraging because we don't really have any other way to do it. It's not like we have commercials or yeah, right. advertising or anything. Yeah, get on that, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, make some commercials. Yeah, I'm gonna do some really low budget TV commercials. Yeah, that could be actually fun. Come on, come on down to Revolution. Yeah, have like a barn in the background. <laughs> the red barn. We're dealing. You can tell my mom. I totally. That's a Toy Story reference. Oh my god, <laughs> what has become of my life? <laughs> that's my. Oh my gosh, I know. I might. Uh, my stories start to become like in this cartoon mm-hmm. or I saw this happen the other day and it was like Ren and Stimpy or oh, yeah. whoever. <laughs> I can't keep up with the, with the kids watch anymore. How is Milo doing? Cause I know he wasn't feeling well. Is he doing any better? He's doing great. Um, it's just a fever. I mean, this, the schools are all just real paranoid at this point, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so they just are being, being cautious, yeah. but both him and many have had like snotty noses for like two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, allergy um, season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess they probably, I mean, I have a lot of allergies, so they probably do too. I thought, I mean, Minnesota, I didn't have bad allergies, though, so. Really? Yeah, I might be getting them again here, though, because something's in the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My yeah. problem is I get allergies. I don't just get like, oh, achoo, I've got a little stuffed nose. It's like I get a fever, I get hot, I get sweaty, and I'm like, oh, I've got the flu, and they're like, no, it's just pollen or whatever's in the air. Yeah. I'm not dying, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't felt good since I was about 19, so I haven't Mm. felt healthy. I numbed myself till about 19, so I couldn't tell (laughs) you. That's probably what I, yeah, that's what I was doing too, so that's probably why I felt good those of those years. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys are you guys are great and I don't say that lightly. I'm I'm not somebody who bullshits people. I have made people cry telling them that they can't sing. I'm <laughs> I'm pretty honest and um what you guys are doing is is so important and you know, don't let anything else keep you from that because what people say and what they want to be stupid about um just let it kind of go. Yeah, I appreciate that. As stupid as it may be, you know, I'm one person, but it has affected my life, which has affected other lives around me in a good way. So, yeah, you guys are pretty rad. So. And, well, I, that makes the, means the Thank world you, to yeah. me. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just that's, you know, that's why we, you know, we do what we do and, and hope we can continue to do it. And yeah, and I've appreciated your support, retweets. You know, DMs, you know, it's just like all those things are important because it's like lets us know like, oh, okay, we're doing something right here, you know, because there's so many people right now in the world who want to tell you you're doing shit, you know, and that you're and tell you what's wrong. And I mean, I get it. I get being jaded and stuff. But it's like if I spend like a couple hours on Twitter, I just go into like a deep, dark hole because it's like me too. 
It's like everybody's like, oh, all churches are shit, you mm. know? And I'm like, oh, God, I've been doing this for 25 years, so am I shit for the past 25 years, too? And, like, pastors are lazy, egomaniac bastards, you know? I'm going like, yeah. maybe maybe it means I'm an egomaniac if I think they're talking to me. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, but they would all be like, no, not not you, Jay. You know what I mean? Or something like that. And I'm like, well, then stop using blanket statements. Right. You know, it's like, it's like we bitch about this stuff all day long, and I'm like, but... You know, you're, you're, you're saying everybody when there's like, you're probably talking about like 15% of the church. Yeah. To be on, I, right. honest. And, and it's like, what research have you, like, you're, you're basing this off of a experience yes. that probably happened very recently that made you emotional. Yep. So you're probably mm-hmm. actually only talking about one person, but then you can maybe back it up with like saying, oh, well, I've seen it before, you know, um, or, or I've heard about people talking about it before, you know, and, and it's, it's really just so subjective, you know, at the end of the but day. It's just easy to sum everybody's shitty situation situations up and the fact is is we're all human and i mean i wish to god i was perfect and i wish there was someone who was perfect to my standards of perfection Mm -hmm. which isn't as high as other people's but still but no one that's just not how it is Mm -hmm. and we all fall short we all screw up we all make mistakes you know and it's like i want to live in a world where that's okay you know and that's that's part of life and it's not like you're canceled because you did something wrong we, you know we don't just look at one point in your life we look at the whole life mm-hmm. and a life well lived is it bad if i don't want to be perfect <laughs> no i mean no i mean that's i'd prefer not to be perfect either i think perfection is overrated mm. you know and sometimes i think I've, i i'm too good at grace because uh, you know i don't tell enough people to you know piss off or go to hell or anything like that i want to but you're ruining my mojo basically because <laughs> there are people who are literally checking on me are you okay heather i haven't heard you like go off on something uh-huh. and I'm like, that's funny yeah like i'm not even kidding i like used to just ready to fight but it, you you guys have calmed that a little bit well and it's learn it's kind of learning to fight in a different way by communicating yeah. well and yep. actually not just having a fight and then it's over and then people go away it's kind of like yeah this fight, it's letting people know, like, this fight is so worth the length that I'm going to be nice yeah. to you. It's so worth putting in the time that yeah. we're going to try to have this tough conversation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's the struggle, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, sometimes I don't want to, man. Yeah. No, I know. Like, I, I can just say, speak from personal experience, like when I've been like missing something or, or, or doing something wacky or being inconsiderate. And when Jay puts in the time to sit down with me and be like, hey, here's here, here's what you're putting off and here's how it's mm. affecting people or, you you know, me or other people like that shows you care, man. And like, you know, you don't yeah. have, obviously you say you don't have to do that. You're no one's even expecting you to do that. But like, I don't know, that says a lot, man. It really does. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, and the funny thing is, I grew up really afraid of that stuff mm. and always trying to be a people pleaser and yeah. didn't want to confront people but i realized like two marriages later like having these conversations with people you care about are important totally you know absolutely and sometimes it's just being like i've got to love more than my comfort level Mm. and that's what i'll try to do you know or care more than my i mean i i feel like it's easier for me to love people than like people because i'm so so introverted so so loner and hard to trust people, but I still love people. If I don't trust you, it doesn't mean I don't love you. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, I have to learn to trust more because I've been let down so many times growing up, you know, that's not like, it's just the reality of life, you know? Totally. I totally get that. Yeah. Totally get that. And you guys are adorable. (laughs) (laughs) You also love you you too, very much. And, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) 
I also do, and I've seen them a few times, and I have a lot of their albums, and I mean, like records, and yeah. um, and for some reason, I've lost a lot of my stuff that I collected over the years. But I used to have like a lot of original pins and badges and things like that. Yeah. I have a all you can't leave behind belt buckle, you know, that I really like. I didn't get to, the only one tour I didn't really get to see was the only one I wanted to see, and that was the Zoo TV tour. It's the best tour I know, and Pete went to that too. Oh. Okay, do you know the show where um, Dana Carvey and Garth and he went to yeah, the MTV Music yeah, Awards and yeah. then he played? I was at that show. Whoa. They played that over and over again on MTV like a million times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, was, that was awesome. God. Yeah. Now every time well, I hear one, it's, it breaks my heart because my high school boyfriend and I dance to it. And, well, you know? <laughs> well, when I see, it's so funny because it's like there's such a Gen X band because yeah. most people don't like them. And a lot of people don't like Bono, which is... So bizarre to yeah. me because I don't think people remember what going from Joshua Tree to Octoon Baby was like. Yep. It was a completely different sound, a different band. I mean, they were all the same guys, but different band. It was really like they went away and rethought it all up yep. and, and came back with something really new. And it was kind of mind-blowing. And it's like, so in a way, it was like, you know, our generation's pet sounds, like the Beach Boys. You know, it's like, and I think a lot of people don't get that. For some reason, they get put off. By Bono because he wants to save the world. I don't know. I don't think that's a horrible what thing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Shut up, Bono. Want to cure Bono? AIDS? <laughs> yeah, Bono is one of our top listeners. He's going to hear this. So, <laughs> yeah, he will hear this. Yeah, I did tell him, and the restraining order was lifted. So you never know. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but yeah, so but I've loved you too for such a long time. And um, such a big band, and it is funny. Like, I guess it's just getting old is when your bands aren't cool anymore, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> With the kids. Yeah, well, I, I'm indoctrinating my kids. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Yeah. It's also so strange, though, when you have a person who is, like, weirdly up with all the new music. Like, yeah. um, I had before, like, a 50-year-old guy at a party or something for whatever reason. He was already kind of standing out. But then he started talking about, like, hey, put on some uh, Takashi 6 9 and all this stuff. And, like, and it's like, what the? What are you talking? What is this? It's just this weird. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying too hard, buddy. My experience was when I realized I was like, old, I was in Brooklyn, and I was coming out of my apartment. And there was crowds, just crowds pouring down into the subway. And I was like, hey, what's going on? And they were like blah 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 I just played it was awesome and I'm like had no idea who the band was mm -hmm. I, I want to say yeah. they were called like cheerleader kids or something weird like that I can't even remember and I didn't know who the band was and that was way too many people for me not to know right. who the band was that I was like yeah. well, I've hit an age like mark it down you're right yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. now I get that my son my 16 year old son is up on all that and he he's actually quite musical he writes oh. all that kind of like electronic rapish uh, the melodic rap stuff yeah i like that stuff me too he did one that was like a parody and if he wouldn't kill me i would totally let you listen to it yeah no, i really do like that stuff <laughs> he did like a country song it was hilarious like ride until the sun goes down or something like that <sighs> and and he's like he still sends me stuff like that and we text all the time and even though we live in the same house but he's 16, so he's in his room a yeah. lot. So it's kind of like, but uh, yeah. So uh, actually, Caleb, you sent me music that you did. And I have something for you, Jay, in a second. But like you, your music reminded me of Violent Femmes and, and like the Pixies a little bit. Oh, like cool. the vocal on it. I was like, 
Okay. That's a huge you, thank Kate. you. Oh Caleb. my goodness. Compliment. Yeah, that's okay. awesome. Thank you so much. That's yeah. very flattering. It was really, really good. I, I did not expect that. Thank you I very much. I almost just said young man. <laughs> I did not expect that young man. And Jay, when I went on my deep dive on um, you in social media, you were in a social distortion band? I was. I was. The, called The Creeps. It was really cool. I was like, okay, all right. But do you see? Well, there's a video somewhere on YouTube. I don't know I where. I didn't but... see that. Now I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> but it was from Heavy Rebel Weekend. I did a wedding. Okay. At this this thing called Heavy Rebel Weekend, it was okay. a big music festival in in Georgia, and uh, and my band played at the wedding, and so uh, right after or at the festival, but you know I I performed the wedding. That was the that was the is that oh he performed the wedding now he's gonna sing with his band. Muzzle talk. <laughs> yeah, so. It would be really cool as if after you you get done marrying them, you're like, you may kiss the bride. Oh, and then you just start singing, walk up onto the stage. I did do take away this ball and chain. I was just going to say, if you went I into did. that. I did go right into that one. Hardcore oh, crush on Mike Ness, not even going to yeah. lie. And I sang when the angels sing at my mom's uh, memorial. So I did that with Reverend Vince Anderson, who's an amazing musician and piano wow. player and and uh, another friend of mine played the guitar, so that was that was really cool. So I haven't sang in years. I was talking to some guys in in Minnesota That's about right. starting a old man punk band, but we never did. You should totally call it the old man punk band. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't think it was until people made me realize that it was an old man punk band. Then I was like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, we are. Like, fine. <laughs> we'll get some dye That'd for my cool. beard. Rock out, just for men. Don't dye the beard. <laughs> Don't dye the beard. Leave it like it is. Like the guy from Skillet, his beard is so dyed, it's hilarious. Okay. Anyway. Don't bring him up. You just saw my face. Grace Heather. Grace Heather. Yeah, you got to give him a lot of grace because he doesn't have enough for anybody else anyway. So, Well, one of my friends kind of is on his radar right now. So I'm oh, gonna... gosh. I just, un- I, just, I just unfollowed somebody yesterday who was posting him just to critique him, but they posted such a long quote from him. I was like, I, I can't. I can't see this. I just can't. Yeah. Like, I can't have this in my head because this is why I don't want to be a part of the church anymore. This is why it's called a gathering and not a church. You know, it's like guys like this. Anyway, yeah. we really digress now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so what, two of the questions we always ask, and I don't know if we figured this out yet. Okay. Is one is is how um, how actually did you find out about Revolution? Through Twitter. And, I think she did kind of answer because she's talking about her, uh, someone told her to check out Revolution when she was in Minnesota, right? When you were in Minnesota, yeah, Heather? Oh, that's right. Minnesota. Was that when we were in Minnesota? I have no idea. She okay. was just telling me about you and Revolution Church because I'm kind of a left-leaning person. And apparently right. in the Christian music world, if you're left-leaning, they have to give you people who are in the left. They have to give you like, <laughs> we've got somebody to plug you into. Yeah. And I'm like, the- there's a secret handshake. I don't know what's <laughs> Jesus going on. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much how I how I found out about okay. you. I didn't, start, um, didn't start really listening deep dive going into till right before the turn of this year okay so like right as soon as we got to seattle yeah well it was like right before right before I think. yeah they were okay. going so i was like oh they're leaving minnesota and then like oh they're going to seattle that's cool <laughs> so yeah. it's gonna yeah yeah always on the move yeah that sounds very exciting I think so. I think, uh, fortunately, I guess things are getting good with COVID. I almost said, unfortunately. My plan is failing. Because we have to start looking for places to meet. Unfortunately, yeah. we have to start seeing other people. Dude, listen, real real talk here. Like, I'm such an introvert. I've kind of liked it. I'm not even going to lie. But I'm like, oh, people. Yay. Yeah, it hasn't bothered me. But, you know, you got Caleb, who's 
pretty extroverted, and I think yeah. you've probably gone through it a bit tougher mm-hmm. having to put in the effort to to see people and stuff like that is, has been and then like whenever i invest in trying to meet someone new and you know it turns out it's like oh you're an asshole and i don't like being around you it's like well scrap that gotta gotta start all over and invest in yeah. like building rapport with someone to where it's cool it, they're cool with hanging out like in a closed space with you you know with covid and everything yeah. and, it's like listen i put on pants to meet you you can't <laughs> even just be nice yeah. you know what i'm right. saying like exactly <laughs> it's not a zoom mm-hmm. i thought about showering <laughs> exactly came that close right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so that's how i found you guys cool. cool it will be really interesting when we i'll be curious i'm i don't even know we don't we don't really have much of a game plan we have to make a game plan for whenever we go back to meeting you know doing our gathering in person because we've just built such a totally different format now um, yeah. that was just like okay this is us improvising but then we got g- pretty good you know a lot better at it than when we started anyways and yeah and, and building more stuff around it and doing the youtube channel and all that and stuff comfortable with it and yeah. comfortable with yeah. it yeah totally We've got to push the YouTube channel more, I think. Mm. But yeah, but we're getting comfortable with it. Yeah, I, I think it's a great format. You guys, it's it's seamless when you guys are on and your your talks. You you do very well because I'd be saying stupid stuff the entire time, <laughs> and you're very like you even like keep your thoughts going. I don't know. It's tough because I don't take notes like I used to because COVID notes for some reason have been like my notes are kind of not in order. Yeah. Mm. Also, might be reading reading. You know, Hegel, which he talks about not going in order. So that might be it, too. I don't know. But today, (laughs) yeah, Hegel's really tough. I'm sorry that I blame Pete Rollins. I'm spending the next 10 years studying Hegel. That is my goal is to have Hegel at least understood in 10 years. So I'll be 55 by the time I feel comfortable to talk normally about Hegel. Um yeah. Even though I still try to like take what I can because uh, I just that's why I'm that's what I do. Um, but it was cool today because I'm putting together some packages for people who supported Revolution, just a little thank you thing. And and I got to go to S- Starbucks, my local okay. coffee shop. I've heard of that. No, but I got to sit and put stuff in a box at a table, and it was just so nice to do something outside of the house. Yeah, it's so much easier for me because I have my bed here and my couch and Netflix and Disney Channel and all that crap. So it's, oh yeah, <laughs> it's really tough to like stay focused. Right, and a record player and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. So and a bed, my bed is the the biggest distraction. I just want to sleep all the time. Right. Oh yeah, I hear you. I live in Florida though, so it's like sunny all the time. I'm always like uh, curse, curse you, sunshine. Where in Florida are you? Um, in this little, not a little town, it's called Stewart, Florida. It's right above Jupiter and about 45 minutes from West Palm Beach. Oh, wow. That's wild. I <laughs> used, to, I went to high school in Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a place called Dr. Phillips High School. And then I lived in St. Petersburg and worked at a Christian television station there for about a year. Nice. So... Very cool. And I've got a lot of, lot of good friends in Florida. Florida connection. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm from Detroit, but I've lived here a long time now. So, yeah, I'm a Floridian, I guess. But not yeah. a crazy one. <laughs> I know. You guys are really, the Florida's the butt of everybody's jokes lately for some reason. Yeah. No, so, right. we've kind of earned it. I mean, Have if you? If you really want to be honest, I mean, I, I can't even tell you. I ordered DoorDash the other night, and the guy, like, dropped it off one street over and I had to go get it. Oh they my gosh. <laughs> well, they send you a picture where they left it and I'm like, 
all right, I've got the picture of the door. It was like 9.30 <laughs> oh, at night. that's right. Wow. That's I'm right. like, okay, I got to figure this out. So I'm like, I'll be right back. And so by the way, having teenagers <laughs> is awesome because you're like, I'll be right back. And you get in your car and I'm going and the house that we have to go up to mm. has a no trespassing and a gun. Oh, sign. No. And I'm like, listen, it's about to get real. I'm like, Lord, <laughs> bless this food. <laughs> bless me. We're not leaving without this food. No, it was Carabas, man. I was like, I'm eating that food. Oh, I like Carabas. I haven't had Carabas in years. Yeah, yeah dude, great. I paid for it. I was like, I'm eating this. That's Florida life for you. So you're like walking around with your phone, like trying to match the driveway. You're like, eh. Dude, it was funny. I mean, it oh was. Oh my goodness. It wasn't comical at the time because right. I was scared for my life. Thank you for laughing at that, Caleb. But I was like, <laughs> it was just a lag. It was a Zoom <laughs> lag. <laughs> Florida is the butt of the jokes for a reason. But I like the ocean. I don't like going to the beach all the time, but I do like going at night and kind of yeah. like I saw the moon rise the other, the other night. That was kind of cool. Cool. The weather's cool. Yeah. I think it's a little hot in the summer, but I liked the weather. I liked when I didn't have to dress out for PE. If it was like under seventy-five, I was like, "This is insane!" Yeah, like I don't have to. Like I don't have to do PE today because it's seventy-five oh, wow. degrees. I'm like, "This is amazing." Wind chill seventy-one though, Jay. Yeah, Brr. Jay, we don't want you to get sick. Don't get sick. You know, cover that throat. Well, you know, I mean, I I have I have MS, so heat is not my friend. Oh, okay. And when I went to Ireland a couple of years ago. I didn't have one pain. So I was like, uh, I'm living here. And that's my story. <laughs> I'd actually like to retire too once my kids are near eight yep. teens, which is a far away. Same. Once I'm a Hegel master, I'll only be a year or two away from Belfast. It's like Jedi <laughs> master, but it's a yeah. Hegel master. There's some sort of YouTube thing you guys could do with that. That would be actually. Well, me and Pete <laughs> are going to open up because Pete's about to give up too. So Aww. me and Pete are just going to start a bagel shop. In a, in a little, in this little, like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, it's not a brownstone. It's a, uh, it's like a flat iron building. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to call our place Hagel and Bagels. Oh boy. Or Hagel's Bagels, maybe. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. We've got a few years to do that. If you order something off the menu, it's called the Bagelian Dialectic. What's that order oh, look like? Oh, that's good. Well, if you have some sort of contradiction too, you could ask the person what they want and then give them the exact opposite. And uh, go, yeah. no, you don't. <laughs> no. It's just never, it's never what is on the menu. Oh, there you yes. go. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Or you have like perfect pictures on the menu and then you serve them something with like your hand smashed in it. It's like, <laughs> is this going to fill your lack? <laughs> yeah. It's going to fill your lack. Or they'll just be really boring and hard to eat. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, make them real stale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm coming to Hegel and Bagel. All right, it'll be there one day. Our final question is, um, oh, just weather-wise, to let you know, I think Seattle's weather is very close to Irish weather. I know, I Mm. love Seattle. I love um, Seattle. (laughs) I was talking to somebody from England today about that. Um, So there you go. There's that, if you decide to move to there before you hear, before there. You can be our worship pastor. Uh, you and Caleb's Caleb. like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. He might be down for it. <laughs> do I come off super negative about worship music? Is that what it is? I probably do. No, I've been around I mean, it so much. I think I think you protest too much. I do too. <laughs> because I think there's times where he's been like, maybe we should add a little music. I have, see, that's the thing. Like, I, do, oh, I have no. said that. And I love music. You have and I, said that. Yeah, I know so I have. in his defense, he's talked about adding music. <laughs> well, that's funny that you should say that because the question that you're probably going to ask is like, what can yeah. you guys change, right? I was going to make a joke sort of kind of and be like, I think Caleb should lead us in some worship music. <laughs> maybe. Well, the thing is, he could actually do it. He could actually do it. I believe it. it. Oh, yeah. He's got, like, little fun instruments, too, like that one that goes, dong, dong, dong. The kalimba, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, you have that thing? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. thing is awesome. I don't know what that is. The kalimba, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I use it for, for stings sometimes in, in, in podcasts and stuff, because you can do like... It's perfect for that. They yeah. used to use it for announcements like in the 50s. In the oh, 50s, right. they used to make, they used to go, dong, dong, dong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like almost like a xyl. Like I know, I think uh, yeah, you can get like a xylophone and mic that up. I don't know if they actually do that or not, but yours sounds better. <laughs> yeah, <you're>, yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, because I've messed with it, the thing sounds good, even if you don't good. know what you're doing. Yeah, of course. One time, I took my kids to get music lessons, uh-huh. and we were all playing the xylophone. And the teacher goes, "Oh, do you play?" Oh, really. Yeah, so I'm a natural at the telephone wow. for some reason. Prodigy. So I'm just putting that out Mr. there. Calling. <laughs> You're like, lady, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> what would that even be, a professional zylophone? I don't know. Zylophonist. Mm. I go to kids' parties. <laughs> <laughs> I pull so rabbits I, out of hats as well. <laughs> <laughs> so the big question is, is what, is there anything that you think we could be doing better or different? Yes. I am going to actually be serious for two seconds. Okay, okay great. And, um, so what I think would be really cool is really sourcing out things that you guys need done. Um, and say, okay, kind of like a guy who was on, and again, I have MS. My cognitive can be weird sometimes. You had a guy on a while back, and he was like a graphic design artist. Do you mm-hmm. remember him? I do. I remember him. We've had a few. But he was in advertising, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. And he was like, I want to help you. I think that there are so many people that would be willing to do whatever you guys, I mean, that sounds like a cult, whatever you have mm-hmm. ready to do. But if you if you were to put out there and say, hey, here's some needs we have, you know, is there anybody who could fill it? I think you would be surprised of mm. the people that would, that would help because I'm like, whatever you need me to do, I'll do. Okay. I just think that even getting people more actively involved in that way is, mm. I don't know build our volunteer base kind of thing yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's tough though because you'll get people who come and be like we i want to help you and do all this stuff and make you a website and do this you know website's a good example for me yeah. this has been the struggle it's like oh great you know and then they start to do it and then they get bogged down with a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and what you realize is you're mm-hmm. not paying people, paying people right. yeah so my last buddy who redesigned our logo again because yeah. he redesigned the one before and he redesigned this i said hey i'm gonna pay you to do this and he goes, no, 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 I want to just do it for free. And I'm like, all right, but I want to be able to call you mm. and tell you I need it done yep. or what I want to change. Right. I don't want to feel Give bad about it. deadline. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so yeah. he said, okay, that's fine. And if it becomes annoying, I'll start to charge you and we'll be fine. So we kind of made that deal. Hmm. So yeah. if people want to help, that's yeah. the kind of deal we want to make. Yeah. So that's a good approach. Like that. Is, is that, you know, yeah. I want to be able to ask. Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, that's quite things brilliant. to be done. Because it's like, no, yeah, I want to be able to be a boss towards you, and yeah. so what's a fair yeah. Heck trade? Yeah, and, and right now we've got someone who's really awesome, our buddy mm-hmm. Josh, in New York, and he's or Long Island, Long Island, and he puts all of our stuff up on um, YouTube. the YouTube channel. Okay, cool. And he also answers all the emails. He's we so get. good at that. Oh my goodness! That's yeah, awesome. and and recently this this is what I was responding to on Twitter. This was my subtweet about why people ask me crazy questions is we got an email from somebody that was really mean about my, my dad, especially. Mm. Mm -hmm. And Josh really took it extremely seriously and really gave the guy a thoughtful long answer. And then the guy sent back like too long to read, you know, which I thought was shit to be honest with you. Yeah. But I got to read his response. I didn't even read the letter. He's like, I don't want you to read the letter. It's too awful. I said, okay. But I read his response and it meant so much to me. Um, 
to have someone like Josh in my mm. life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this, this guy would definitely go to town for you. And so mm-hmm. it, it's definitely like one of those things where it's like, you know, and Caleb was, Caleb walked in one day and was like, I moved here for you. You know, it's like, what, yeah. Yeah. you know, and now we're in, we both moved out here and we're yeah. doing this thing. And, and, um, you know, so yeah, I'm, 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 I'm more open to it. I just want to be able to, I guess I'm finally in a place in my life where I'm not in a people pleasing mode where I can just sit mm-hmm. down and be like, this is what we need. Yeah. This is what I'm going to ask. Right. If yeah. any of that's going to drive you insane, then, yep. you know, cause I mean, I'm always surprised that Caleb has a, like, has a bail. Like I, I, you know, like I thought like this guy is going to realize what an introvert I am. And he's going to be like, Jay Baker's a monster, <laughs> you know, he's gonna write a memoir, you know, and people have done that before. You he know? made like, me uh, shit on a podcast with Heather Williams. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I remember going into a tattoo parlor once and these guys were all treating me like assholes and I could not figure out why they didn't like me. And finally, I just asked one of the guys, I'm like, is, what is, what is the That's problem the here? And he's like, one of your ex-employees comes here and he's told us about you and what kind of guy you are. And I was like, Oh really? What kind of guy is that? Oh gosh. You know, like, yeah. like what? So yeah. you know, you live and you learn, I guess you live and you learn, but yeah. great. No, I think that's a good advice. That's great. Yeah. And we have to be better about that. And you did something on Twitter that you announced something for us. or you told me about something I couldn't remember. And I thought, Oh wow, that was really proactive, but I can't remember what it was, Heather. We'd have done so much. Um, (laughs) But it was something that was really proactive. Was it like, was it the YouTube thing where I said I would like do a third? Was that the thing? Yes, yes, yeah. It was really like, I'm doubling it down, man. I'm doubling it down because. Double down. I will. I have no money to put in the pot, but I'm doubling down. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Even things like that. Like if somebody can offer something, if you're, if, you know, you're a photographer, say, hey, I'll do. <laughs> You'd have to live in the same town. I keep forgetting we're in COVID. Yeah. But, I mean, give give some sort of incentive because I mean what you guys are doing and what you're offering um, is important. I know I say it over and over again, but it's just it's it's true. You know, you're changing people's mindset, and when you change people's mindset, even if you're not, which is so so neat in this situation because of COVID. Because even though you're not physically connected with these people, it's it's almost like. You were able to reach even more people. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. You know? yeah. There were more people looking for the online content for sure. But yeah, because it was of like, COVID. Hey, y'all, my birth mom, I didn't even know she like followed you, Jay. And I'm like on there. Oh, really? I'm in one of the talks and I'm like, and I'm, I put in a comment and she likes my comment afterwards. That I, is so bizarre. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, that was freaky. And you guys, like that woman, I was so angry at her for so long. And I, I have forgiven her, but there's still, I'm a still human. Yeah, it's still, yeah. yeah. But that, I cried. I mean, I was like, oh wow. my gosh, that she was listening to you and you're sitting there saying stuff that she's probably being completely wrecked about. Yeah. It was just really cool. Wow. So you have no idea the reach that you have, uh, the difference that you're making. So it's been cool and we're going to continue to make it that way, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all plays part of people coming too and you being a part of the church too. And so, come on. I just want to like as we just as shutting this thing down, but I just wanted to say, Heather, thank you so much for all your tweets and mm-hmm. your encouraging words and all that stuff. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. It really does help. Like Thanks. like I, it's nice to like turn on the Twitter and it not just be a hundred percent shit show, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. don't have to keep apologizing for being nice or saying good things because that doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> 
There's a backstory. I have issues, but it'll be okay. No, I got it. I, I used I used to apologize for the sky being blue, so I, right. I, I right. totally get it. That's a tr- that's yeah. a hard one to, to let go of. Honestly, it was really hard. I really I had to like do so much therapy mm-hmm. and yeah. focus on that shit to get yeah. past it. But it also was one of those things where I just realized like I'm so miserable and it's kind of my fault. So I right. just gotta stop. I just gotta stop. I just so gotta then stop. you told yourself you were sorry for making yourself so miserable. Yeah, so I apologize to myself in the mirror every morning. Five every morning. <laughs> <laughs> 70 times 7 <laughs> yeah. and then I'm able to go out and not apologize to anyone you'd be like screw you no, I'm hell. <laughs> I have told people to piss off though when I first yeah. really started getting that first like oh I feel like me I told somebody to piss off and they're like that, you're a great guy I wasn't expecting that and I was like I'm like you just pushed me. I'm sorry you pushed me. I don't even think I said I'm sorry. I just said you pushed me. <laughs> I just I had to I had to say it. What you said didn't wasn't nice. Come on, so, yeah, mm-hmm. I hear you. So, and it's like I'm giving myself grace to say that. You know, <laughs> I've seen you tell people to piss off in traffic. I'm not very nice in traffic. Me neither. No one I, is. I, I all the middle fingers. I am mm-hmm. like just like, and then I'm like, sorry, grandma. But it's just, you know, yeah. There's a lot of angry old people in Florida. It's an it's an interesting connection to make with people anyway. I mean, now that I appreciate the dialectic of life and that type yeah. of things, I'm like, I'm still connecting. We're still recognizing each other as humanity in our anger on mm. the highway. And as long yeah. as we don't shoot each other, right. we just That's let thing. each other know that hey, we got a moment to communicate on the road. We're not alone. <laughs> Yeah. We're both equally <laughs> mad at each other. Come on. Right, right, right. See? <laughs> it's not a personal right, well, attack. It's just, <laughs> it's just life. You know, I mean, that could be your best friend. That could be a right. person who is meant to be your best friend in this world. And that's hey. the only connection you get. So uh, be grateful for that. <laughs> or or a person okay. that right. goes to your church. Not that that's happened to me. No, I will <laughs> tell you, I have flipped someone off. This happened to me years ago, probably 15 years ago. I flipped someone off, and it was in Tennessee, and I was speaking at a church. And the person came into the thing, and I thought they were following me in. Oh, no. And they were a member of the church. And so when I was up there, I'm wow. like, I said, this person over here in, like, the eighth row, I'm the guy that flipped <laughs> you off in the car, and I want to apologize you right said that? now. Wow. I did. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I, I totally played it off like I had a twin and gone all like parent traps, you know? <laughs> Be like, no, no. I went and I shaved my beard off really yeah. quick. That would be such a great excuse to have. Like, oh my, my, twin. my twin's a dick. He's an yeah, asshole. Can, yeah. Of course, an evil twin. I see him. Yeah. Oh, I want an evil twin. That would be- <laughs> they have to have a goatee, though, because always they always have goatees in the old movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to, to tell them apart. <laughs> Yeah. I shaved mine off for this interview, so I appreciate it. <laughs> you guys are fun. You guys are yeah. pretty cool. Thank, Thank you. you. This was fun. This was a good one. Very relaxed. Very hopefully, chill. F- hopefully, folks will listen. We'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. If they don't, just throw it in the garbage. We're all good. Yeah, <laughs> we'll throw it out. We'll. we'll I mean, throw we won't out. throw it out. We'll actually throw it out online, and hopefully, people will listen. All right, everybody. <laughs> This is great. Thank Thank you so much, Heather. Thanks, guys. Caleb, good seeing you online today. Sorry about the traffic. Oh, it's all good. uh, No worries. Be back with another Meet Your Congregation. uh, Same time, same channel. Same bad time, same bad channel. Yes, sir. Bye. We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website.